Hi, welcome to On the Bright Side. Life on the Bright Side? Light on the Bright Side. Life? On the Bright Side. Yes! Yes. With? With? Kyle? Kyle and Mommy. Thank you. Happy Easter, everybody. It's one o'clock in the morning and Kyle is wide awake. I think he fell asleep watching a movie and he is raring to go. Mommy is going to bed, but mommy wanted to post a nice message for everybody who wakes up in the morning and gets to find all of the presents, maybe the eggs that were hidden by the Easter bunny. You never know. Some people get up early, but some people think that it's okay to be wide awake at one o'clock in the morning. Anyway, if you have an opportunity to visit with family tomorrow and your child is very picky about foods, bring the foods with you and just let those people know if they are loved ones, they will understand that you need to bring extra things, whether it's games to play with or special dishes to use or foods or music or headphones, iPads, whatever it is. Yes, the Easter Bunny is coming to let people know about things that your child is really interested in. Maybe your child is obsessed with the Wizard of Oz and the person has an entire collection of the Wizard of Oz on display with collector's items in plain sight. Well, then maybe you shouldn't go (laughs) if you haven't figured out how to solve that problem because I have had to make sure that my son doesn't open people's collector's items that they've had on display when we have gone for a visit. So just be prepared. Know what you are walking into before you go and let the person know what they are to expect. If there are conversations to be had with your child and your child is obsessed with Minecraft, let that person know what questions they should ask of this person or have in mind. Just be prepared because the better prepared you are and the people that you visit are prepared for a visit during the holidays, the happier your experience will be for all. Also consider time limits on your visits to people. It doesn't have to be a full thing. And what a lot of us do is tag team it where we bring two cars. One person comes early and the other person leaves later and gets a chance to sit quietly. So if you, one, the first person comes early and eats, participates, talks to people, whatever it is, and the second person brings the child, that way the first person can take the child home, the second person gets a chance to be together with the rest of the family for a little while as well. It's always nice to meet human beings out there in the real world, isn't it? Especially nowadays. If you are fully vaccinated and have the chance to meet with family or friends, bless you. I heard that one coming. Uh, I think it doesn't make sense at all to sneeze. To sneeze, it doesn't make any sense. You're so funny. Anyway, 
make sure that you are prepared with all of the things that you need, whether it's change of clothes, blankets, pillows, extra, whatever it is that you're bringing. Making sure that your child, if they don't like certain things in other locations and they're not used to going to other people's homes, that they are well prepared for it. I know that there are certain drinks and different glasses and things that my my son prefers to use versus other things. And having those available is really important for the success of our visit to a relative's home or a friend's home. And above all else, if you feel as though your relatives are not comfortable with being around a situation where they need to tiptoe around a situation, don't go. Don't put yourself through that. Take turns with your family and think about the idea that your husband would go visit somebody, your wife would go visit somebody, whatever it is to make you feel comfortable. That's what you need to do. Practice. Practice a little bit at a time with your family going to places and spend no more than 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and gradually add that amount of time as you go. So maybe by the time you get to the holidays, it's a little bit better because the sensory experiences can be so overwhelming for us during the holidays. So imagine what it's like, dial it up to 15. And that's what our child is dealing with in a situation. That's about the best advice I can give you. Let me think of something positive. We can say, I'm sharing kindness and love with you, sending hope and positivity as we come into a new season where we can spend more time outside, looking at nature, running around barefoot, whatever it is that we can do, going to the beach, the pool, the water time, being safe, having friends that get it, family who understands, surround yourself with people who understand, have patience, want to learn, love your child. If you can't find those people, join us in our private group on Facebook, Faces Autism Support Group. We are there for you. Ask for help. We have 2,000 members who have been through it. We get it. Just ask and we will help out. We will give you ideas to try. Everybody talks about everything. It is like Vegas. Whatever happens there stays there. No judgment. And if there is judgment, (laughs) we will give you another opinion so that you can find the right one that works for you. Okay? Happy Easter, everybody. Kyle, do you want to say anything? Goodbye. Do you want to say Happy Easter? Okay, Happy Easter. Happy Easter, everyone. Take care of yourself to you. Take care of yourself to you, as Kyle would say. Yes, we're spreading spreading hope and kindness and happiness today. That is the t-shirt that we are wearing. Sharing kindness and hope and awareness, okay? Acceptance is key. So the best way we can do that is to create the awareness and then move on to the acceptance. Have a great day, everybody. Take care of yourself with you. Take care of yourself with you.
Thank you for listening to Life on the Bright Side. Life on the Bright Side is brought to you by Faces for Autism, our favorite nonprofit organization. You can find out more at our website, faces the number four autism.org. Faces for Autism is an organization started by families facing autism in 2002. Hi, how are you? Yes, how are you? And one of the reasons that we started Faces for Autism was this guy right here, Kyle, because we wanted to find out more from the community and we wanted to share with others who were experiencing autism. Next thing you know, after a flyer was put up in a Wawa in our community, we were contacted by the press of Atlantic City. They ended up putting in a story out about our journey through autism when Kyle was three years old. He and his twin sister and his dad and I ended up getting photographed and ended up on the front page of the newspaper. It was the first time we were telling many people in our community that we had a child on the spectrum. Back there and back then, I, I want to say, not many people talked about it. We also didn't have the internet to talk about those things the way we do now. It was our first experience with social media. And now, here we are in 2021, almost 20 years later. And if it hadn't been for Faces for Autism, I don't know what our family would have done. We are very blessed to deal with all of the issues that we deal with in autism. And we consider every day a blessing. Every do challenge him to you. Every do challenge to you, yes. Yeah. After we challenge. Yes. Every challenge him to you. Every challenge is worth it with you, my love. Right? We learn from each other. First of all, I'll do it. Every challenge him to you. Every and, challenge, yes. Every challenge that we and were. Every challenge him to you. Yes. Thank you for shaking my hand. We do our challenges together, right? We share kindness and love with one another. Thank you so much, my love. Faces for Autism is all about you and all of our friends who are facing the challenges of autism, correct? And we are here for them, right? That's right. Kyle is saying yes. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. If you'd like to volunteer or donate or learn more about Faces for Autism, visit our website. Thank you. Take care.